It's the River City Podcast Federation. Hello, and welcome to Afternoonified. The podcast where I thought this was going to work. <laughs> there's a reason I know to improv. I'm Emily. And I'm Ryan. Yeah, that made up for it. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> airport for let's see since i got there at local time 3 p.m yesterday i was there until local time 7 30 p.m oh. i got there at 7 a.m local time oh yeah that's like uh, yeah that's too much I'm i left at much. nine and then I got to another fucking airport at 10.30 our local time, which is noon 30 their time. I don't know how funny I'm going to be. <laughs> Maybe very. We'll see. I just got back from the Midwest. And let me tell you, I feel bad about all the times I've made fun of it. <laughs> Wait, it made you feel bad? It didn't just reinforce all the stereotypes? No, they are so nice. Oh. The nicest people. Yeah, but they eat everything in a casserole. It's not Literally true. everything. It's not true. Granted, I did have deep fried uh, cheese curds covered in honey as a side to a burger that um, was filled with cheese. And then it had, uh, what was it, roast beef and bacon on top of it? Oh my god. That is that is an adventure right there. It was named after Guy Fieri, so. <laughs> no wonder you ordered it. Well, duh. <laughs> All right. Today we are talking about rabies, not zombies like the intro might lead you to believe, but rabies. You tried. It was your first cold open you've written. Hey, you told me you wanted to wing it. And we saw how that turned out. So rabies. Um, this was actually originally supposed to be an episode about just classic diseases. I was going to talk about like rabies and the plague and, you know, just kind the of classics. The yeah, plague is scurvy. its own thing. Yeah. Scurvy. But I was going to mention it, you know, scurvy. I don't know why that was the thing I think of right now. Scurvy. Scurvy. It's an old, that, that's one that doesn't happen a lot. Polio, smallpox, you know, stuff we don't like. I mean, we still see some of this stuff, yeah, but it's not say, super common. Didn't smallpox make a brief comeback? I think it did. Also, bubonic plague's not dead. People still get that. <laughs> It's just very easily treatable now because we have antibiotics, so super easy. Um, rabies, however, is not. Treatable or gone? Both. Not gone, not treatable. What? Oh, yeah. If you get rabies, you die. <laughs> what? Yeah. So don't get rabies. What? If you get bitten. Okay, so this is a weird thing. I have it later on in my notes, but I'm going to go ahead and just bury the lead right now because I'm so excited about this. Hmm. So if you get bit by an animal that is rabid... And within, like, six days or so, if you can go to the doctor and get the vaccine, the rabies vaccine, like, 100% success rate. But if you ignore it and the virus hits your brain, you will die. Only six people in all of the history we can find have ever survived rabies after it hit the brain. And five of those people had the vaccine. Okay. Only one person has ever survived it without the vaccine. One tough bitch. And it involved a medically induced coma and them like mainlining antivirals to where like it almost killed her. <laughs> oh, it was a girl too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A teenage girl. Proof. Yeah. Real tough bitch. <laughs> um, we'll talk about her at some point. Yay. Okay. So gotta start the way I always do. What is rabies? <laughs> what is the the definition of rabies? Actually, what is the Greek origin 
Uh, you're actually going to say it, aren't I you? I am actually going to say it. Um, so the word has muddled roots because different languages had different words for it. So the Latin word for rabies is rabies, which means madness. That was like Latin for madness was rabies. Yeah. So that's what they called it. Um, however, it could also be related to the Sanskrit word rabas, which was to rage. And the gr- <laughs> so the rabas, rabas. But so rabies is actual name is called the Lissa virus, like L Y S S A. Oh, I thought you said the Lissa virus, and I was like, yeah, not quite close. Um, and that came from Greek, the word lissa or lewd, both referred to violent. So Wait, it has lewd. a lot of different roots. Lewd, like? L-U-D. Oh. I thought, like, lewd. Like quaaludes? No, like, flashing your dick at people, lewd. Oh, L-E-W-D. Yes. Not L-U-D-E. No. No, Lewd this is behavior is one of my favorite, like, lewd. things that you can be <laughs> It's like nude. Nude is one of my favorite words. Don't. Let me forget, after we quit recording, I have an interesting story to you. Is it to tell about you about lewd. Lewdness? It is about lewdness, but I'm not saying it on the air. Did someone get arrested for lewd? I can't say it on the air. Lewd. <laughs> Keep going. Keep um, going. Anyway, yeah. So, Lissa virus slash rabies. So, rabies, everyone's heard of it, but there are actually surprisingly few cases of it in humans. It's not very common, um, considering the fact like everyone knows what it is. It's very know? heavily re- represented in film. It is. It is. Um, Old Yeller, that bear from the Revenant, I assume. Probably. Maybe. Cujo? Eh, I think Cujo is more of just like... An asshole? A demon. Well, I mean, he like foamed at the mouth. That's rabies. That's true. I think he, I think he was rabid. Um, not gonna lie, I've only read the Wikipedia article about Cujo. Haven't watched it. I haven't either, actually. Um, my mom watched it when she was a kid and said it was like the scariest movie she'd ever seen. Which, like, bullshit. But hopefully, Stephen King doesn't take away my Stephen King fan club membership card. <laughs> he I might. Hear, he I just he, might. I hear he sucks it back up through his coke nostril, and membership revoked. <laughs> He just rolls your membership card into the straw he uses to mm, do all the yes. cocaine it takes him to write so many books. Ah, uh, yes. I think there's one book he says that he doesn't remember because really? he was uh, so much coke. Huh. Yeah. Not surprising. He's like one of the most prolific writers I can think of. So uh, if he wasn't doing coke, I would think that he was a fucking sorcerer. Sometimes I forget that stuff he's written was stuff he's written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. What's up, Stephen King? I hope you're listening to this. You are my favorite author. I do love you, Stephen King. And if you're Neil Gaiman listening to this, you are also my favorite author. Don't tell Stephen King. (laughs) You guys can share. I'm so jet lagged. Um, So there was only one case of rabies in 2015 in the U.S., according to the CDC. So not very common. One person in in a year, you know. That's pretty good numbers that's good odds pretty good considering yeah. like pretty much any mammal can give it to you that's you know that's pretty good any mammal almost any mammal there are a few that are exempt but not very many are those the animals you want to be hanging out with no uh rats and mice shockingly enough are exempt 
yeah. Well, they got big plague responsibilities. Like, we yeah. can't give them everything. Yeah, they seem to be fairly resistant. Um, reptiles don't get it, so... Oh, well, fuck that. I'm not hanging out with no reptiles. Yeah, well, they don't get rabies anyway, so it's not a big deal. Um, doctors tried to give rabies to birds. Um, Leave them alone. They have enough. They were curious. And it's not like we didn't, you know... It wasn't like it's you know already not easy to spread the disease you know they just like let's 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 get the disease wings <laughs> that's yeah. smart oh yeah turns out that uh birds just make an antibiotic or an not an antibiotic an antibody for it and then are cured and it's no big deal I they assume, don't ever show symptoms i assume we use that knowledge maybe the, i'm actually not sure how one the would hope vaccine was. so the vaccine okay i'm skipping all over right now because i'm getting excited quit <laughs> prompting me sorry i'm sorry i have questions um okay uh, I'm going to explain what rabies really is um, before I tell you what all the dinglings in history thought it was, because historically what rabies is and what rabies actually is are not the same thing. So rabies is a very deadly virus that is spread from animals to humans through bites, but that's not necessarily the only way to get it. It's just the most common way to get it is through bites um, because it's carried in the saliva. Oh, okay. So, like, if you get scratched and then somehow the dog, like, licks it, you could get it. If you make out with your dog for some reason, you could get it. If somehow you got it on your hands and then, like, rubbed your eyes, it, you could get it. So, like, there are other ways, but most of the time it happens through a bite because it makes you aggressive anyway, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just gonna have to fully in that. So, the animals that are most likely to spread rabies in the U.S. are bats, coyotes, foxes, skunks, and raccoons. But pretty much any warm-blooded mammal can spread it. I'm sorry, I think you mean raccoons. <laughs> raccoons. <laughs> she have a mouse? No, I believe it's a twist tie. You little shithead. I f- Let's see, where are we here? So, dogs are the most common spreaders of rabies in countries where dogs actually end up getting rabies, but because we keep dogs so close to us, they don't usually wander around in the wild and get bit by wild animals, so dogs don't carry rabies a lot here, but places where they have, like, wild dogs, it's those are the most common spreaders. Well, and it is, um, I believe, a requirement that, you get that they ha- are vaccinated, including cats, because we used to have a cat that would get in fucking fights with possums and raccoons all the time. Yeah. So here it's not a big deal, but they're the biggest carriers of it worldwide. Okay. Um, yeah, because in other countries, like it's it's different. Yeah. Um, but here our biggest concern is bats. Bat Aww. bites are the biggest spreader of rabies. But the little sky yeah. puppies. I know they carry rabies. <laughs> um. Oh, is it? Mm, uh, we'll get to the vampire question later. We'll get there. So cats and dogs make up only 5% of rabies cases in the U.S. So your cat and dog are not, probably not going to give it to you. I'm not going to say absolutely not because it is possible, but like it's, it's pretty rare. Um, I can't pet you when you're all the way down there. Rodents very rarely carry it, surprisingly. Um, so it's unlikely you'll get it from a rat. Um, though the bubonic plague is still a possibility. So maybe don't go hanging out with wild rats. They have a lot of responsibilities already. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit off topic, but I heard that I want to say it was India is going to kill 2000 hippos because they're spreading anthrax. I don't know where the hippos got anthrax. You need to do an episode on anthrax because I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. So anthrax, I'll put that we'll on my list there. of weird diseases. We we'll need to get talk there. About. Hopefully in the next, like, I don't know, month or two. Yeah, I'll make that my next one. That's fine. There we go. Um... Because it's not technically a disease. <clears throat> yeah. 
so like I said, it's not deadly to birds. They don't even show symptoms. They just make an antibody and cure themselves. Ta-da! So it's like no big deal in birds. Birds are magic. I guess. Yeah. Um, rabies can also be spread through exposure to infected bears, domestic farm animals, groundhogs, weasels, and other wild carnivorans. I didn't know that was a word. Carnivores? So, like, you can get, yeah. So you can get rabies from cows. Cows? I think you can, but it's probably not very likely. And bears, but... Bears, yeah, that makes sense. If they eat a raccoon or something that has it. Bears don't actually eat that much meat, though. No, but I mean, if they did, if they did. it wouldn't be that hard. Or if, like, a, a raccoon tried them. to fuck... Or yeah. bit them or tried to fuck with their, like, family. Or a bat would... bit them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bat. Okay. God um, damn it, bats. I know. So... Lagomorphs, which is a type of animal like a hare or a rabbit. No, that's a Harry Potter character. A lagomorph? <laughs> no, it's not. I was going to say, it sounds like another name for like an animorph, but they only turn into like a Pokemon. Lagomorphs. The crossover event we didn't know we needed. <laughs> animorph Pokemon. Pokemorph. Pokemorph. <laughs> Morphemons. <laughs> Animorphions. Okay, <laughs> Anyway, hares and rabbits, small robot. Robots. <laughs> Small robots. <laughs> I would say rodents, but I said a robots. Um, like chipmunks, gerbils, guinea pigs, hamsters, mice, rats, squirrels are almost never found to be infected with rabies. Um, so, like, weasels and shit? Yeah. They almost never get it. I don't know why. It probably has something to do with their size. Like, the incubation just like, doesn't work well on Same that with scale. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense, you know. Bites from mice, rats, and squirrels rarely even require rabies prevention because these types of rodents are typically killed by any encounter with a larger rabid animal that would give it to them. So that's the thing is that if a mice were to get rabies, it would have to get slobbered on by a bigger rabid animal, and it would probably just be eaten at that point. If a mice. If a mice. <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. Oh, my God. It's been a long day, okay? It's been a long day. <laughs> It's been a long fucking month. It has been a long year. 2018 has not been kind. Um, it turns out the uh, Virginia possum is resistant to rabies, but not immune, but very resistant. But just the Virginia one, I guess. Is the Virginia possum different than a... Hold on. Googling. Yeah, Google this, because I, I didn't go into further detail on this. Is this going to be like the Virginia ham thing, where it's just like a fucking possum, but Virginia was like, we don't have anything good. <laughs> I want that. Ham and possums. <laughs> and slims. <laughs> well, me and Lucas are rewatching New Girl yet again. I swear to God, he loves that show more than I do. I mean, find you a man who loves Jess Day, and you have found you the best man. I think it's more because he loves Schmidt. <laughs> also fair. Um, who doesn't love Schmidt? No, Travis is like celebrity hall passes, Zoe Deschanel. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's just a fucking possum, dude. Yeah, I kind of figured. It's but for a, some reason in Virginia, it's like It's actually resistant. really cute. I like it. Until they scream and like, Wah! Well, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, God. Is Petunia the possum a thing? I seem to remember a possum named Petunia. I think you're making stuff up now. You're jet lagged, girl. Petunia the possum. Oh, possum. She is a thing. I mean, I assume there's probably a possum by no, just she's about a, any female name. She's a famous possum. Look, here's her eating some cheese and wearing a hoodie. 
That is very cute. I am <laughs> questioning my view on rodents at this point. Yeah, Petunia. <clears throat> Petunia is a. I just like the name Petunia. First of That's all, a cute name. Yeah. <laughs> Like the nude of names. <laughs> it's the nude of names. Um, are you ready for symptoms? Always. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the first one you're going to get is going to be a fever. Um, headaches. Excessive salivation. That should go without saying. It's been, you know, rabies and foaming at the mouth is like very, very highly correlated. Um muscle spasms paralysis mental confusion um though there can be other weird symptoms too like uh extreme aggression emotional instability and extreme hydrophobia like where if even thinking about drinking a glass of water will make your throat like shut weird if you look at a glass of water like they have to take water out of the room they will not touch water it's not a purely like psychic I guess it does fuck with your brain specifically because it, it also does, makes yeah. you a But that's just a weird thing for it to do. Well, what the Lissa virus does, so the way that it works is, um, so I'll skip to that section actually just so we can cover it. Um, I just looked at my cat and she looked like a very old lady for a second and I, I think my nap wasn't enough. I think it was not enough. <laughs> I love you, Boost. <laughs> so rabies... You know, you're most likely to get bit on, like, the hand or the arm, the arm or the leg. Yeah. 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 On your, one of your limbs. Yes. Um, so then the virus will climb up your peripheral nerves to your central nervous system, enter your, sev- your central nervous system, and then enter your brain. And so from there, it can attack the parts of your brain that have, like, automatic responses, like breathing and that kind of stuff. Okay. And so it can actually, like... It shuts your nervous system down. Yeah, exactly. So it, it takes control, and so it's like, you know what you're going to do? Bite that guy! Drool a lot! Like, don't drink that water! <laughs> like, that reminds me, you also need to do sea star wasting syndrome. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of that. Yes, because I told you about it. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, so the reason that the hydrophobia happens um, from the virus's standpoint is... Uh-huh. The way the virus gets passed from host to host is through saliva, and so it wants you to have as much saliva in your mouth as possible, and if you could swallow it and, like, drink water to, like, wash stuff down, you wouldn't drool as much, therefore you wouldn't be as infectious. (gasps) So the virus shuts off your ability to, like, swallow and drink water to keep the saliva in your mouth so you're more infectious. I don't like that this virus is so fucking smart. It's sentient. It's (laughs) fucking genius. I hate it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. So um, because it has to climb your nerves, depending on where you get bit can mean that you have a shorter or longer like incubation time. Like if you get bit on the foot, you have more time. You have a lot of time. But if you get bit on the neck, like You're you better dead. haul ass to that vaccine. I mean, it's not a super fast climber. And sometimes it doesn't immediately start climbing. It can sit dormant for a while. So it can happen. I think they said that it's they've never had a case that started like having brain symptoms earlier than four days and they've never had a case that was more than six years so anywhere between four days and six years it could happen it's a very big time frame okay so just hurry yeah get the vaccine might as well okay. if you get bit by an animal get the vaccine okay um, wow but that's great in a country where health insurance is not guaranteed exactly um so other weird um symptoms uh okay so more symptoms see we did hydrophobia 
So it's fatal for multiple reasons, um, but the most critical is actually that it causes brain swelling. That's what will kill you if all the other stuff doesn't first. But okay. you can easily die of dehydration before that happens. Yeah. Um, also, psychosis can lead to like self-harm or suicide attempts or someone having to put you down because you're so aggressive. Delicious. So, like, so there are many things about this disease that could kill you, but if you survive all of them, you will probably have brain swelling that will ultimately be your demise. So the first, very, very first symptom that's going to show is going to be a tingling and warm feeling around the bite site, kind of like an infection. Because it is an infection. Yeah. And then you'll progress to like violent movements and like jerks. Like you'll have like muscle spasms and like jerk your arms and stuff. Um, Uncontrollable excitement, a fear of water, an inability to move parts of the body, and then loss of consciousness. So So basically, exciting roller coaster. You're a little tingly. And then you start... You're really excited, but you hate the pool. And you jerk your limbs a lot, and then you pass out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does the foaming in the mouth come in? Um, After all this, because oh. that's when it hits the brain, and oh, okay. that's when it can take over your central nervous system. Okay. Um, so once the symptoms are showing, and you, it's obvious that you have rabies, you're pretty much dead. So if you have any of these symptoms besides, like, warmness and tingling, you know, like, once you get to, like, muscle jerks and stuff, like, maybe they can they can save you, but, like... Anything beyond that, like, you're pretty much going to die. It's 2018. How is this still a thing? It's a very sneaky virus. It's because it climbs your nervous system and most drugs are passed through your bloodstream. Oh. So you can't... Yeah. You'd have to give all of the drugs via spinal taps, but even that will only work in your spinal cord and your head. Those don't flow out to your peripheral nerves, so you can't stop it in time. So and you Doctors, don't know when it's going to hit it's, it. It's 2018, medical professionals. Figure this out. This is more important than cancer. Well, it wasn't that that long ago that we even developed the vaccine. All things considered, Louis Pasteur made the vaccine for rabies. Yeah, I oh my god, I remember this because I had, I had a kids book about him. Yeah, and there was a story about a little girl who got rabies, boy. and he gave her the vaccine, and she was okay. I think it was a little boy. Little boy, whatever. It was yeah. animated yeah, yeah, yeah. or uh, illustrated, and yeah, you remember this. No, I didn't have it, but I believe you, and I've seen books like that. I will figure out what this book was. Yeah. It's very... Keep talking. He's a very important important man. Um, So you're pretty much just going to die. You can't really cure it once it begins to manifest, especially if you show mental symptoms. Um, The vaccine can prevent it from spreading, but once you start to act rabid, you are done skis. Um, Let's see. Oh, wow. Disneyland has a hot new lady pirate. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, Twitter Lord. was already open on my phone when I went to Google the Louis Pasteur uh-huh. thing. <laughs> um, okay. So rabies is caused by the Lyssa viruses, like I said, uh, which includes the rabies virus and then something called the Australian bat Lyssa virus, which apparently is different, but it's basically the same thing. It's Australian rabies. Australian rabies. Yeah. Passed through saliva. Um, so while the absolute most common way to get it is bites, like I said, it can be transmitted if you like touch a, the saliva of an animal that's rabid and then touch your eyes nose or mouth i found the book uh it is called the value of believing yourself the story of louis pasteur and it was printed in 1977 perfect uh it's fucking adorable yeah i need it i already need it and i haven't even look seen at it. how louis looks on the cover oh it's cute it's like, oh i want it's, it it's 70s illustrations so i love it yeah, it's the story of a little boy who got bit by a dog, and he got real sleepy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Um, so not to worry about rabies because, like I said, it's very scary, but it's very rare. Animal control and vaccination programs have decreased the risk of rabies from dogs in a number of regions in the world. They've decreased the, the risk of getting it from dogs through uh, vaccination programs in a lot of the countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most first world countries, it's not really much of an issue. Um, immunizing people before they are exposed is recommended for those who are in higher risk areas. Um, or if you are a person who works with bats or spend prolonged <laughs> periods of time in areas of the world where rabies is more So like common. if you're going on a backpacking uh, vacation to South America, like get a rabies vaccination. Yeah, you should probably get a rabies vaccin- vaccination. In people who have been exposed to rabies, the rabies vaccine and sometimes rabies immunoglobulin are effective in preventing the disease if the person receives the treatment before the start of rabies symptoms. Washing bites and scratches for 15 minutes with soap and water and uh, using iodine or some sort of detergent may reduce the number of viral particles and may be somewhat helpful at preventing it from happening. So basically, like, I mean, if you wash it, because it it's really the well saliva. Get the it's vaccine. it's yeah. the saliva. So you're just trying to wash it out of the cut as soon yeah. as humanly possible. And yeah. If as you, much as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wash it really, really well. Get the vaccine if you get bit by an animal that you even maybe suspect is rabid. So any unfamiliar, s- not squirrels, unfamiliar chipmunks, bats, <laughs> skunks. If you've been bitten by anything, if you get bit by an animal that is not like your cat, you should probably go to the doctor. And even if you're bit by your own cat, doesn't hurt to get it checked because cats carry a lot of shit too. My cat has herpes. Had herpes. My cat's gone now. But had oh, herpes. Did it, was it the herpes that did it in? No, I uh, ran away. But it was like, I think it was like that end of life runaway thing that cats do. You yeah. Know? I mean, I had a cat that had kitty HIV. Yeah, it happens. So. I don't think I can pass it to humans, but if I get bit by a cat, I'm not taking the chance. Rest in peace, mittens. Um, so only six people have ever survived the rabies infection after showing symptoms, and this was with um, the extensive use of a treatment that is now known as the Milwaukee Protocol. The Did they actually do it in Milwaukee, or is this like a This Virginia? is where it was invented. Okay. okay. So it's the Milwaukee Protocol, or the Wisconsin Protocol. And it involves putting patients into medically induced comas and administering high-dose antiviral drugs. Um, It was considered a failure in 2006, even though it has been the only thing to ever stop the disease. Most of the time, it doesn't work. It's sort of a fluke when it does work. Um, The only real documented use of it working without the addition of the vaccine Mm -hmm. was on this teenage girl I was telling you about. Um, Her name was Gina... Gina Geis, I think is how you say it. Gina Geis. One of the luckiest people alive. Um, Other than the fact that she lived in Wisconsin. Yeah. I can still make fun of them. Yes, you can. Um, So the Milwaukee Protocol only helps 8% of the time. So that's why they consider it a failure is because it's not most of it's most likely not going to work, but it's also your only option. Should they pitch that as 8% of the time it works every time? (laughs) No, because they've ba- they basically said that it's like a failure. It doesn't work. They've disproved it. Like it's not a like medical practice. Like a doctor has to be willing to just be like, well, let's fucking try it anyway. I guess if it's someone's not, gonna die yeah, otherwise, it's like not like the prescribed treatment for rabies. That's not their first line of defense. No, and most of the time, most doctors won't even do it because it's really dangerous to put people in medically induced comas, especially when they already have viruses and other you know immune problems yeah you don't put them in a medically induced coma it's fucking dangerous so rabies caused 
about 17,400 deaths worldwide in 2015, but only one of those was in the United States. Okay. So 17,000. the United States. Yeah. Um, more than 95% of human deaths caused by rabies occur in Africa and Asia. About 40% of deaths occur in children under the age of 15. Did you say 40? 40%, yeah, okay. under the age of 15. Oh, well, then so I'm good. Kids. We're good. Rabies is present in more than 150 countries, and it is on every continent except Antarctica. I feel like we've had this discussion about Antarctica before. There's a lot of things in Antarctica that aren't there. Have. Yeah, like rabies. It seems like a good place to go. Few humans, no rabies. Let's move to the south. And yeah. by south, I mean Antarctica. Mostly, what I think is there are just bodies of people that the Russians banished. Oh, no, that's Siberia. Yeah, that's not even... Not, that's Shh. nowhere close. Shh. This is exactly the discussion we had <laughs> about how I don't know the fucking difference between Antarctica and the Arctic. You don't know the difference between any snowy place. As soon as it's snow, it's all south. <laughs> no, it's all north. So you just don't believe in Antarctica, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I assume the penguins have, like resorts near to whatever keep going so a number of countries including australia and japan as well as much of western europe do not have rabies among dogs i have to assume australia has a fuckload of rabies with other stuff though oh they do they have an entire special strain of rabies specifically for australian bats like they have their own version of rabies and all those fucking tasmanian devils with their weird face gross that is the only animal i've ever seen where i couldn't be like yeah it's kind of cute you're just like, no. Yeah, like Tasmanian devils and orangutans. Okay, but orangutans are sweet. They got weird boobies, but they're sweet. Their asses are out. They have tits. They're gingers. <laughs> I'll agree that they are weird-ass animals. I don't like apes that much. Yeah, I could see that. I'm more of a monkey person if I had to pick, like something in that range yeah i could see that their asses are out <laughs> they have well so are the asses of most animals yes but their asses are kind of human and they have thumbs and like they use tools and it freaks me out you don't like that there's so much like you eh. i mean if i had to identify with some sort of ape it would probably be the rosie o'donnell one from tarzan but <laughs> turk turk <laughs> How did I know a Disney reference and you didn't? That's impressive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got it on recording. <laughs> oh, I spiked the level so hard, but I don't care because that was like the best uh, one I'll of just my life. edit you out. <laughs> no! No one, ha- no one has to. No! <laughs> the downside to letting you, by letting you, I mean making you edit all the episodes. <laughs> I was like, are you going to do as it? As soon as I said let, I was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> This is free entertainment, everyone. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Back on track. Back on track. So many small island nations do not have rabies at all. Interesting. Doesn't get there. You know, makes sense. Has so to get there somehow and some of them don't. That's where I need to go. Yeah. A small island nation. Indeed. I'm going to live amongst tree people. That's maybe racist. I don't know. 
I don't know. You're crossing into territory I'm unfamiliar with Well, here. yeah, I mean, it's an island nation. Of course we're unfamiliar <laughs> with the territory. Rabies is considered a neglected tropical disease, which refers to diseases that are much more common in poorer places but are ignored um, because all the funding goes to stuff like tuberculosis, HIV, AIDS, and malaria. Yeah, you're big five. Yeah, exactly. And so then no one ever bothers doing anything about rabies so it can just, like, run rampant in these poorer countries. So they're called neglected tropical diseases. Okay. So hydrophobia... <laughs> which we did talk about a little bit so any mammal who is infected with the virus may demonstrate hydrophobia saliva production is greatly increased and attempts to drink or even the intention or suggestion of drinking may cause excruciatingly painful spasms of the muscles in the throat and larynx this can be attributed to the fact that the virus multiplies we talked about this simulates in the salivary glands blah blah blah, blah. um Hydrophobia is commonly associated with furious rabies, which affects 80% of rabies-infected people. The remaining 20% may experience a paralytic form of rabies that is marked by muscle weakness, loss of sensation, and paralysis. Really the one that you want. Yeah, but only 20% of people are lucky enough to get. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get rabies, I would probably much rather have one that just paralyzed me as opposed to like making me like beat the shit out of people and bite them. Yeah. Um... So if you get the really common 80% one, you'll probably get hydrophobia. But if you get the paralysis one, it doesn't usually present in hydrophobia. Makes sense. Um, let's see. So now we're going to go a little bit into the history because it's the first writings about rabies come from about 2000 BC. And the first written record of rabies is in the Mesopotamian Codex of Eshnuna. Eshnuna? <laughs> Either way, it sounds cool. Yeah, Eshnuna. Circa 1930 BC, so really old. And it sa- it dictates that the owner of a dog showing symptoms of rabies should take preventative measures against bites. If another person were bitten by a rabid dog and later died, the owner was heavily fined. So they had, like, laws in place about rabies already in 1930 BC. That's insane. I mean, 30s was a big time for rabies prohibition. I don't know. That was <laughs> going to be a good joke, but... It was almost there. It was almost. <laughs> I needed to workshop it for a couple more seconds. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You were you were excused because of your crippling exhaustion. I went to a bar in a strip mall. Uh, I've done that. Well, this is better. I mean, it. I mean, I don't know what bar you went to, but it was like a <laughs> like a heavily themed, like decorated bar. Like it didn't yeah. look like it was in a strip mall. Like you had to go through this burger place through a door in the back. Um, but it was named after one of the lawmakers that wrote. <laughs> The prohibition law. Oh my god, and it's like a speakeasy. Yeah, uh, and that's where I drank a bowl of rum punch. Hmm, and the smart. fun thing with traditional punches is... It's all rum. There's no mixers. No, it's just rum. Yep. <laughs> Yay, I drink a bowl of rum. It, it was a two-person cocktail served in a punch bowl. Good job. I'm proud of you. I did some good work. Yeah. Ineffective folk remedies abounded in the medical literature of the well, ancient world. That's how world. that works. Of course. Um, so the physician, you're going to love this name, Scribonius Largus. Yes. Scribonius. I need to name my future pet that. Scribonius I you were going to say child. No, I'm not quite that crazy. Largus, maybe, but not Scribonius. I don't know. I think we need to get some t shirts made up. Scribonius. Team Scribonius. Team Scribonius. <laughs> Um, he prescribed a poultice of cloth and hyena skin. Doesn't work. Wait, wait, poultice, poultice means that it's like ground up yeah. into a paste, right? Yeah. Like cloth and hyena skin. Where are you getting the moisture? You know, it doesn't matter. It I doesn't matter. I I'm don't not know. making it. They're taking their medical advice from someone named Scribonius. I don't think that it's going to be very effective. I mean, that was like the Mary of the 
species. So yeah. just everyone was named Scribonius. <laughs> Scribonius is abound. That needs to be the, the t-shirt. Scribonius, Scribonius is abound. Scribonius is abound. Um, Antaeus recommended a preparation made from the skull of a hanged man. That's very specific, and I would hope it's hard a little to witch by. Medicine-y. Yeah, I mean it all is hyena skin. Yeah, it's true. So rabies was considered a scourge for its prevalence in the 19th century in France and Belgium, where Saint Hubert was venerated. The Saint uh, Hubert. I think key. it was Hubert. Hubert. I just um, the Saint Hubert's key was heated was and applied to cauterize <laughs> the wound. So they used the key of St. Hubert to get hot, and they cauterized him. <laughs> it's French. Nice. Yeah. French Hubert. Hubert. You gotta oh, feel like good. you need to spit afterwards. Yeah. Um, by an application of magical thinking, dogs were branded with the key in order to protect them from rabies. Just fucking say an application of magical thinking. I did. An application of magical thinking. Dogs were branded with the key of St. Hubert in the hopes of protecting them. It's sentences like that that make me wish that we named our episodes after dumb shit we have said. Why don't we do that? Because people wouldn't know what the fuck they were about. That's true. But application of magical thinking. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, you know how mad people would be if we didn't title them with what the episode was actually oh, I about? <laughs> I know. I wish we could get away with it. Chumbo and Wamba can get away with it, but we can't. They don't talk about anything s- in specific. I know. That's why that works for them. I'm just saying I'm I'm envious. It is a good naming convention. It is. <laughs> it's um, my favorite part of Booha. <laughs> Just random phrases out of uh, it. The last episode was called Nailed the Hillary, or Stuck the Hillary. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the fear of rabies was almost irrational due to the number of vectors, mostly rabid dogs, and the absence of any effective treatments. I would not say that's irrational. I mean, I would agree, but my notes say <laughs> The thing I copied and pasted from says it was irrational, so I have to Kay. assume. I wrote most of my notes, but I did copy and paste this in one paragraph. Because <laughs> I decided it was all to. important and I wasn't going to. Do I look like someone who's going to judge you? No, I know you copy paste too. Please. All the time. Most of it. Um, I'm trying to figure out why I decided it was irrational. Um... So it was not uncommon for a person bitten by a dog, but merely suspected of being rabid, to commit suicide. To be like, oh, I got bit by a dog. Maybe it's rabies. Let's just die. Um, (laughs) Or they would be killed by others. So it was like, it's kind of like being bit by a zombie. Like, I mean, you're not a zombie yet, but it's probably going to happen. So might as well shoot you in the head. Yeah, you might as well not be that dickhead who's like, we should kill him. He got bit. And then you're like pulling your sleeve down over your missing forearm. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So basically... Back in the 19th century in France and Belgium, they were basically dealing with a zombie apocalypse, except it was just animals. And we think France and Belgium to be so refined. Yeah. Hubert. They're just over there eating cheese, dipping their fries in mayonnaise. Murdering people who have been bitten by bats. <laughs> Your standard activities. Um, so this gave Louis Pasteur, now we're coming back to him, ample opportunity to test post-exposure treatments um, from 1885. In ancient times, the attachment of the tongue, or the lingual frenulum, which is the little floppy thing underneath your that tongue. That is the absolute worst name for a thing I've ever heard. And maybe it's just because of the association with the phrase frenulum with other things. I agree. It's called the lingual frenulum. You got a frenulum in your mouth, girl. Gross. Sometimes you might have two. 
Please don't pretend you don't. You have ruined date night. <laughs> so it's just like a little mucus membrane under your tongue. Um, and a Ew. lot of people that was cut and removed um, because they thought that's where rabies originated. Um, to be that fair, practice. the mucus member is bitten. You know. Ugh. But I, I guess since it's like a salivary thing, they thought that's like where rabies would sit. So they would cut that out. It checks out in old timey logic. Yeah. But as soon as they realized that that doesn't actually cause rabies, um, they quit doing it. Which is the preferred plan of action. Oh, I was going to say Louis Pasteur was probably hot, but... No. No, he I was I mean, not. maybe in his younger days. No. No one from the 19th century was hot. I don't care how hot they were. Yeah, they all probably smelled and... Had disgusting teeth and were sweaty and didn't bathe. And <sighs> were all very sexist and racist. And yeah, I'm not... Hey, yeah, not yeah, yeah, leave Louis. Yeah, he was probably a little soft up. Didn't he work with Madame Curie? Yeah, I think so. So, like... Maybe. Maybe he was okay. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so rabies is actually where the entire concept of werewolves come from. Are you sure? Absolutely. Um, so the L-Y in lycanthropy comes from the same root word as the L-Y in lysivirus. Which means rabbit, right? Yeah. So it's, well, it means violent like lycanthropy is like a violent wolf i actually have not looked into werewolves as extensively as they have vampires and such um yeah well i'm giving you the info right now giving you the scoop be on the lookout for a werewolf episode we do need to do a werewolf true i was thinking about that as soon as i was writing Uh, these notes i was like we haven't done this yet skinwalkers again the last time we brought skinwalkers up we got yelled at yeah i know i don't remember why we have to prove that we know what they are we compared them to a hide behind. We don't have to prove shit to nobody. I never said that they looked the same. I just said they both had a similar concept in that if like there's I've heard that like if you look at a skinwalker, then you like become a skinwalker. That's the same thing as a hide behind. Fuck you, whoever commented that. It is the same thing. <laughs> They're probably not listening. Oh god, I'm not even gonna Anyways, uh werewolf. Might do it. Might do it. Yeah. Lycanthropy, you say. Yeah. Um, so originally werewolves were, you know, they're basically rabid men who acted like dogs. Um, it also inspired zombies and vampires with the whole urge to bite people. Photophobia is like one of the symptoms. Partially vampires. Yeah. Vampires, Not- it, it, it's kind of a complicated history, but a Another portion of it is inspired time. by rabies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vampire. Oh God. Um, I can't remember the name of the mercy. Mercy something, the first quote documented unquote case of vampirism in the United States is dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah. Um, so rabies is very heavily ingrained into our culture and has been for thousands of years. It's almost in our DNA to be fearful of animals, not necessarily because they can murder us like mechanically with their teeth and claws, but because of the viruses they carry. We've it is- long feared rabies more than we've actually it is a lot like your mom being like don't touch that you don't know what it's carrying yeah exactly so if you think about it i mean i'm afraid of a good number of animals like bears and tigers and lions and shit i'm more afraid of their teeth well yeah but i mean what i'm saying is is like that's normal but like also i don't want to hang out too close to like wild rats and like possums and stuff like but they couldn't really kill me Except yeah. with rabies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And plus they're kind of mean. Yeah. But, like the domesticated ones that have been checked out. I'm like, yeah, look at that fucking possum wearing a shirt. Yeah. 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 But just in general, like, especially with smaller animals that probably couldn't like actually kill you. It's 
You're more afraid of rabies than you are of the animal. I'm s- I still our fear of animals stems from our fear of rabies. I still desperately want to pet a chipmunk, though. Yeah, not a rabid one. Don't oh, pet a rabid obviously one. not. No, wait, they don't get it. Remember, they're they're oh, too small. Chipmunks yeah. are too small. Yeah. So cool. I'm I'm in the clear. I can yeah. other than the parasites it might be carrying or whatever. So this is a quote that I got from a website called The Vampire Project, where they talk a little bit about rabies. This should be good. A rabid canine, according to clinical observations, becomes increasingly irritable, restless, and nervous. It shows exaggerated response to sudden stimuli of sight and sound. Excitability, photophobia, and hyperesthesia may become apparent. The animal may begin to move and roam and wander aimlessly, all the time becoming more irritable and vicious. At this stage, the animal is now very dangerous because um, if the animal is confined, it will bite at chains or bars or the cage or kennel, breaking its teeth and inflicting severe trauma on its oral tissues. That is true. But these kind of it's effects are what drove kind of the idea of I guess vampires it and werewolves just... and zombies and most monsters, really. Yeah, I can understand people back in like the 1600s thinking it was a thing, but whatever the fuck that site was... Interesting. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Um, the internet have, is so dumb. <laughs> it is. I have one last interesting little fun fact that I don't think you know, and I think you will enjoy this. Emily Bronte was oh, this bitch. once bitten by a rabid dog, and she cauterized the wound herself with a hot iron and lived. I'm not a fan of her writing, but she's... That's she's kind of dope. Kind of a like bad that's, bitch. Yeah, that's a bad bitch. Um, so if you guys want to know more, there's an amazing, amazing book, um, called Rabid, A Cultural History of the World's Most Diabolical Virus by Bill Wasik and Monica Murphy, who I didn't know until this weekend are married couple, I believe. Oh, that sounds about right. If you're going to write a book about someone. Yeah. Um, So he's like a scientist and she's like a veterinarian. So they talked about rabies a lot and decided to write a book about it together. Um, and give me one moment to check on this before I tell you about it, because I might be wrong, because sometimes I am, occasionally. If you're looking for a podcast episode on it, yes, it has been done by I'm looking at a specific podcast, because I feel good about recommending it, but they've been going since, like, 2014, so I'm just gonna say there might be an episode of Sawbones on it. Uh, and Sawbones is a real life doctor and hmm. her, her husband, um, talking about dumb shit people used to do. I would very much assume that they probably have a rabies episode. Though, I would have to assume. Um, they uh, covered it on an episode of Radiolab too. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but I know Radiolab has talked about rabies. Oh, hey, poop episode. It's a very different aesthetic than we have, so don't feel bad. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely go listen. It's an it's an interesting topic. I didn't go crazy, crazy in depth, you know, but I highly recommend that book. Um, I've read probably three quarters of it. I'm not quite done with it, but uh, it's really, really good. It's really well written, and I am learning so much about rabies that I'm never going to be able to use, uh, apply to my real life, but that's okay because it's really fascinating. Uh, you'll know how to avoid it. Yeah. I'll just happen to know a lot about rabies. Um, so if you have rabies and like to tell us about it, you can talk to us on Twitter at Afternoonify. <laughs> or on Instagram. Oh, please don't Instagram us about this. No, uh, at I don't want to see it. At Afternoonified. Um, we have a Facebook. Facebook.com slash Get Afternoonified. 
Uh, or you can find us on our website, which is getafternoonify.com. <laughs> I put just as long of, of a pause there as it would have taken me to say the www. How is this a new thing that you're bad at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I used to do it. We are the part. almost two years into this podcast. I know. And yeah. you've just started forgetting our website. I think it's because my biggest memory as a kid of hearing people say website was www.com. Yeah, they yep. would, well, there was a specific show and they would sing it. And so in my head, I always like say that. Yeah, we talked about it's the Zoom thing. Is it called Zoom? Probably. PBS? Probably. Kids doing like science experiments and shit. Yeah, yeah. Wearing matched shirts. Yeah. Yeah, Zoom. It was like www. Yeah, and then they would sing their address too. And I always knew that it was like 90214 or something like that. Um, Boston. So on our website, you can donate, or better for you and better for probably us. I don't know. Buy some merch. Buy a t-shirt. Take a picture self wearing a t-shirt. We'll put you on our Instagram. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some cute shit. If you buy merch and then hit us up and let us know that you bought merch, maybe we'll give you a shout out in the show. Yeah. Uh, it's so not hard to get a shout out in the show. Like, literally just talk to us. <laughs> yeah, basically. And um, we can talk. We'll mention you in the show. Uh, same thing also applies for uh, iTunes. So rates subscribe um if you leave a review tell uh, just say emily sent you and i'll yeah give you a hey yeah bump yeah. that 4.0 rating back up to a five yeah please do <laughs> leave us ratings and reviews everywhere um i know that you guys are out there but if there are other people besides my mother listening to this i know um, you're there so interact with us we don't get a lot of interaction and it'd be really cool to, yeah yeah i guess i don't know but if you guys have uh, f- future shows that you guys want to hear. We're always open to oh, suggestions. Oh, absolutely. Because we're Please. just pulling this out of our butts as we go yeah. along. Yeah. So if you guys have any requests, let us know. We're friendly-ish. We uh, might make fun of your review on the show a little bit. Okay. But like, you know, <laughs> in a cool way. Uh, I like this new segment we've started doing where we brag about how many listens we have and then beg people to talk to us. It's our thing, you it's, know. It's a new... That sounds that sounds about like my life. It's a new segment yeah. called We Need Attention Corner. Yeah. Why else do you think we started a podcast? That is 100% true. We didn't do it for the money, because there is none. There is absolutely no money. It's um, negative money. <laughs> it's negative monies. It's math I don't want to do. Yeah. It's 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 in the red. <laughs> um. So, anyway, we're going to get out of here. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. What up, America? You might not know it yet, but it is your boy, Shane Hosey, host of the Hosey Hustle Podcast. It's a podcast where me and a guest take product ideas, business ideas from you, the audience, and we punch them up, make them better, and get them out ready for the market. Our success stories include cigarettes for dogs, a rock wrapped in leather, sexy airport luggage, and many more. My guests have included host of the Room of Requirement 237 podcast, Caitlin Warehouser, Portland sweetheart, Mary Newmare, and frequent contributor to the Cracked podcast, Stephen Wilbur, among many others. You can check us out. We are part of the River City Podcast Federation, and you can find us at SoundCloud at Hosey Hustle. You can find us at Twitter at Hosey Hustle and Facebook at Hosey Hustle. That's H-O-S-E-A. H-U-S-T-L-E. Hosey Hustle. Hey, hope you have good markets, and now I'm going to let you get back to whatever the hell it is you were listening to.